It's time to sit back, relax, and listen to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life will inspire, motivate, and empower you. Live your best life now. Listen, learn, think, and decide. Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. And now, here's your host, Joan Herman. Welcome to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. I'm Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in. Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life brings you interviews with some of the most inspirational and influential people in the world. It's our goal to educate and empower you so you can live your best life now. Thank you for taking time for yourself, and thank you for letting us be a part of your life. We have another great show for you today. Today's guest, Ryan Holiday, says that there's a formula for success that shows us how to turn obstacles into opportunities. He's here today to discuss how we can transform our toughest trials into our greatest triumphs. Ryan dropped out of college to apprentice under Robert Greene, the author of The 48 Laws of Power. He went on to advise many best-selling authors and musicians. Ryan served as director of marketing at American Apparel, where his campaigns have been used as case studies by Twitter, YouTube, and Google. Ryan is the author of six books, including The Obstacle is the Way, Ego is the Enemy, and The Daily Stoic. Welcome, Ryan. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. So, Ryan, let's talk a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are today and doing the work that you do. You dropped out of college. What was it that made you take that path in your life? So it it certainly wasn't a rejection of education so much for me as it was a rejection of spending more time in school. I I had this opportunity. I, I wanted to be a writer, and here I had an opportunity to work for a writer who I not only greatly admired, but whose whose career I, I wanted to emulate. And so the question for me was, you know, is staying in school and saying no to this opportunity going to help me learn more? Or is being, you know, getting the opportunity to sort of work for this person and see how this profession actually works, you know, with direct firsthand experience going to teach me more? And I, you know, I figured I could always go back to school, but I wouldn't necessarily get an opportunity like this again. And then after that, you went on to work for American Apparel. What was it about your work there that generated so much interest from companies that wanted to study it? What were you saying that was different? Sure. You know, American Apparel was this sort of controversial, provocative company. It was at one point one of the fastest growing fashion brands in the world. And and part of the reason it, it, it was all those things is that um, it had made this early decision that it wasn't going to exploit its garment workers. It was going to pay people a fair living wage. Mm-hmm. And so this ends up taking you know, a vast majority of the, the company's budget. It's much more expensive to pay someone $15 an hour versus, you know, 17 cents an hour in, in you know, right. um, a, a South American country. And so um, as a result, though, we had to get really creative marketing-wise. We had to do the things that other people perhaps weren't willing to do. We had to take risks that they might have been afraid of. And then we also had to be just more authentic and real and develop a real connection with our customers. And so you know, this idea of the obstacle being the way is, is sort of actually seen in that company. It's often when we are constrained or when mm-hmm. we don't have unlimited choices that we end up sort of forced down an alley or an avenue that, that opens up all these things that otherwise never would have been possible. Well, and that's always been my philosophy. I started my brand and the work that I'm doing as a one-person operation. And 
I've always been proud of myself that I say I'm able to spin gold out of straw. If you give me an opportunity, I don't believe in leaving an opportunity on the table. I will maximize it. So what you're saying to me makes perfect sense. So you, through your work, you've gone on and and you've studied the success uh, of people that we would want to look up to. What are some of the things that you've learned from these people? What was their formula for success? Well, one of them is this is this sort of stoic idea of amor fati, which translates to a love of fate. I actually carry a coin in my pocket that has this this phrase on it, so I could always sort of touch and and uh, be reminded of it. And, and basically, what the, what this idea is, and I think we see this in all these people, is that they they sort of radically accept the conditions that they are in, and then they make the most of those things. Right. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of us spend an inordinate amount of our time sort of either thinking back to the past, like how things could have been differently, why they ended up the way they are, why we're upset about those things, or sort of fantasizing about the future, whereas really successful people, and I think they're sort of modern-day stoic, seizes on the present moment, seeks to make the most out of the present moment, to do what they can in the present moment, and wastes no time and expends no emotional energy you know, sort of obsessing with the things that are outside their control. And the future and the past are both outside of our control. So, Ryan, do you think that that obsession is what keeps most people stuck today? Well, I think it is, uh, it is the cause of, one, a lot of our misery, but, two, it just, if we have sort of a finite amount of energy and you think about it, any energy that's spent on the things that we don't control is is a sort of a betrayal of that gift. It's a it's a, a misallocation of resources. And so you can think about this in 12-step groups. The reason they teach people the serenity prayer is that it's such an empowering idea to say, look, I'm going to have the wisdom to know the difference between the things I can't change and the things I can change. And I'm only going to focus on the things that I can change. And so I do think that our obsession with what's outside of our control. It it prevents us from moving forward in ways that we should be able to move forward. In your book, you have a quote, choose not to be harmed and you won't feel harmed. Don't feel harmed and you haven't been. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a great, you know, it, it really describes obviously what I believe. I mean, look at the name of the show, Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. Sure. But I think that that's such a key to understanding and and living a good life because it is our perception it's how we see things in life that makes them the way they are yes and look i I think some people have a kind of a visceral negative reaction to that quote they go oh are you saying that i'm not being discriminated against or that you know it's it's okay that my mother died um that's not what the quote is about what what he's talking about is carrying around resentment or feelings of persecution about those things. So they would say, look, you look at the objective facts of the situation. There was a loss that, you know, your loved one is is no longer with you. Or there is an unfairness to how, you know, this industry works or that industry works. Let's deal with that. But let's not carry around this sort of sense that I'm being personally chosen to be harmed by this thing and let's also focus on what's good, right? So, um, you know, we, we talked about this uh, with these entrepreneurs we were talking about earlier. You know, 
you think like, oh, hey, um, I wish I had a huge budget. I wish I had a lot more employees. You know, I wish I got more media attention. But the irony is when you go to talk to companies that have all those things, what they'll turn around and tell you is all the disadvantages that those things have. have. You know, you talk to Microsoft and, you know, we're such a big company and it holds us back that we're so big. Or all this media attention puts a target on our back. And so what you want to think about then is not how can I, how can I get this thing I'm being deprived of, but what are the, also the inherent gifts in the situation that I find myself in and let me leverage those gifts or those options and make the most of them, again, rather than carrying around this sense of, of having been harmed. Ryan, why do you think your work is followed so closely by athletes? How does it help them play the game? Well, you know, we, we tend to think of athletes as being, uh, you know, these sort of physical specimens, that their, their real talent is the time they put in the weight room or their, how tall they are or strong they are. And this is certainly a part of it, but everyone in the NFL is big and strong and fast. And everyone in the NBA is really good at shooting and playing defense. And, and so ultimately where the competitive distinction is, I think, especially lately, is in the, the mental side of things. How do you bounce back from an injury, not physically, but mentally? How do you, if you go into the fourth quarter and you're down a sizable amount, how do you react to that? How do you react to bad refereeing or officiating? How do you react to a coach who doesn't believe in you? And so I, I think this sort of idea of you know, taking responsibility for yourself, focusing on what's in front of you, milking everything you can out of the present moment, focusing only on what's in your control, you know, these, these are ideas that make as much sense for a, an entrepreneur as they do for a, a Pro Bowl uh, athlete or, um, you know, a school teacher. Like you said, we, we think of athletes as people that are just playing a game, but those are the mental tools that we can incorporate into our, every aspect of our life, whether it be parenting, on the job, being a leader, no matter what it is. It's just a way to think and the way yeah. to live your life. Yeah, and, and also, you know, they, um, I think, more clearly go, like, I am a professional athlete. I'm, I'm always looking for something that's going to make me a little bit better at what I do. But I think some of us kind of think that our, our job begins when we show up for work and when we clock out of work. That we, don't, we don't view our sort of performance as holistically. And I think in some ways we're, we're reluctant to invest in ourselves the way that, that athletes are are more primed to do. And I think that's something we can learn from them as well. The book is The Obstacle is the Way, The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph. If you'd like to get more information about Ryan and his work, you can visit ryanholiday.net. Ryan, in our final moments, what's a takeaway? What would you like to leave our listeners with? You know, Stoicism is this robust ancient philosophy. You know, we think of Stoicism as being emotionlessness, and that's not what it is. My definition that I'd love to leave people with, I think it's great life advice, is that the Stoics say, look, we don't control what happens around us, but we always control how we respond. And that this is sort of a, an intense narrowing in of our purview, but it's also incredibly empowering. And, you know, if we go, look, I don't control the weather, I don't control other people's opinions, I don't control any of this, but I always control my thoughts and my own actions. 
that that gives us plenty to focus on and I think makes us much better versions of ourselves. Brian, thank you so much for joining us and for teaching us strategies to help us turn trials into triumph. You've provided great how-to guide to achieve success, so thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This is Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. Stay with us. We'll be right back. How much can the right foods do for you? A lot more than weight control. The right foods can increase your energy, improve your outlook, and strengthen your body's natural defenses. What foods can do all that? Primo Health Solutions will show you using metabolic typing. This remarkable program lets your body tell you what it needs to work best. Call them today at 347-903-7030. That's 347-903-7030. Or go to PrimoHealthSolutions.com. Using metabolic typing, Primo Health Solutions will let your body work best. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. Did you know that Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life has a free monthly digital magazine that can be read online or emailed to your inbox? Every month, nationally recognized leaders in their field provide information to educate, inspire, and motivate you. We believe in a holistic approach to life, incorporating mind, body, and spirit. Check out a copy of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life 24-7. Visit CYACYL.com. And be sure to tell your friends. How many of you know that the service you give is worth more than what you're charging? You see, many women in business struggle with what to charge. They're often afraid they're charging too much, so they set their fees so low just so that they can attract more clients. And they're often uncomfortable talking about money, so they hesitate to ask for the sale. They apologize for their fees or they include way too much in their packages. I'm Marielle Alvarado and I'm a certified money marketing and sole business coach. And here are three reasons why you shouldn't undercharge for your services. The first reason is you will have a difficult time making enough money to sustain your business, much less stay motivated. Number two, you will end up working way too many hours and getting burned out. And number three, charging too little will undermine the credibility of your business because people assume that the things that are more expensive must be better quality. Instead, ask yourself these three questions. What would I have to believe to charge what I'm worth? Who or what do I have to let go of in order to charge what I'm worth? And number three, by charging what I'm worth, I am free too. Now I want you to write down as many positive statements that you can possibly come up with. For more information and to learn more, visit ladysavant.com. During the hot summer months, people tend to gravitate toward eating salads for meals or maybe even juicy fruits for a healthy smoothie. This is wonderful considering fruits and vegetables are loaded with a bunch of healthy antioxidants, enzymes, and vitamins that fuel all systems in our body. But could there be a downside? Hi there, my name is Jackie Klein, owner of Jackie Klein Nutrition. Unfortunately, we live in a time of genetically modified food, which contains Roundup, and crops sprayed with herbicides and pesticides, proven carcinogens. These man-made chemicals are smothering our fresh produce to keep the bugs off, but foreign to the human body. They can pose many health problems, especially if our detoxification pathways are not working properly. If you are a person who eats plenty of fruits and vegetables daily, that is amazing. Continue to do so. Just be sure you are purchasing produce that is organic. This will decrease your exposure to these chemicals and lessen your body's load of detoxifying. To be sure the produce you are buying is organic, check the little sticker on the fruit or vegetable. It should start with the number 9. Any other four-digit number is conventionally grown, sprayed with pesticides, or possibly genetically modified. For more information on clean eating and reducing exposure to chemicals and GMO foods, please visit my website, JackieKleinNutrition.com.
Would you like to enjoy more moments of pure serenity? Hi, my name is Sheila Robinson Kiss. I'm a health and wellness practitioner and transformational retreat leader. I help women realign their lives and thought process and the backdrop of gorgeous places. To experience more moments of pure serenity, get clear on what you're willing to surrender. We fool ourselves into thinking our serenity will find us when we check the last item off our to-do list. Funny how the list never seems to vanish. Get intentional about harnessing your moments of serenity. The dishes can wait. The laundry can wait. All the people pulling you in a million different directions can wait. Stop, drop what you're doing, and get outside. Find yourself in nature. Go for a ridiculously long drive. Dive into a double scoop of cookies and cream ice cream. Go ahead. What are you waiting for? Do it now. Are you interested in more advice about ways to realign and transform your life? Visit me at ilovehowifeelnow.com. We all want to live a happy, productive life, but sometimes we just need a little help. Our Coach on Call experts provide strategies to help you live your best life now. Joining me today is Amy Collins, a Mindful Living instructor and founder of Create Clarity. Amy offers classes to help individuals clarify who they are, reconnect with their genuine values, reawaken their intuition, and make a transformational shift to live a more vibrant life. She's here today to discuss the importance of seeing with our heart. Welcome, Amy. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Joan. Thank you. So, Amy, what does that mean to you, to see with your heart? Well, first I'll say, let's face it, most of the time in our world, Joan, we see people make judgments about others solely based on how they look or on how they've behaved before. Mm -hmm. But when we see with our hearts, we all take the time to really look at people and think about what's going on with them holistically. When we do this, we call on curiosity and compassion versus quickly judging anyone. Well, I agree with you. I think that that's such an important thing for us to do. So can you give an example of when you've done that in your life? Sure. I can think just recently, I'm a mother, and my teenage daughter had what I'd call actually a temper tantrum, just like a two-year-old would have. She (laughs) had a meltdown. (laughs) And I could have very easily, Joan, taken it personally or judged her, based on how ridiculous she was acting. But instead, I called on compassion and curiosity, um, but I was able to stay calm and see her with my heart. I remembered what it was like to be a teenager and how overwhelmed I felt at times and how today it's even a faster-paced world than when I grew up. I took a moment and really listened to her, and I got curious as to what she was really saying. She was overwhelmed with it all. She needed to let it out. And that's what we all need to do, you know? Um, In fact, she wasn't being disrespectful. She was really trying to process everything that was going on in that developing brain of hers that we all factually know is more emotional as a teenager than logical. So seeing with my heart helped keep the situation more calm and manageable. And ultimately, it helped her versus blowing up and getting mad or punishing her. 
So that's an example of what I mean when we really pause and see someone else with our heart. And it's so important too, Amy, because we're less reactive and and we're, like you said, we're Mm -hmm. seeing someone with a different set of eyes, so to speak. And and you've Mm -hmm. said that simple changes, those are the things that can change the world, simple things. Is this what you Mm -hmm. would consider to be a simple change? Absolutely, Joan. Imagine if instead of quickly taking defense or judging people or taking something personally, we all paused and looked at each other with a greater sense of curiosity and compassion. Mm -hmm. Our world would become a much more peaceful place. And that's the goal, right? To live more peacefully and joyfully with each other. Amy, thank you so much for being here with us today. I believe we should all be doing this. If you would like to get more information about Amy, you can visit createclarity.net. And as always, to hear more from Amy, you can visit our website, cyacyl.com forward slash Amy. We'll be right back. Insurance can be extremely confusing, especially health insurance. When dealing with yours or a loved one's care, it can become even more overwhelming when the bills start pouring in. There are many carriers with dozens of plan options, so that means there are hundreds of different ways a patient could be covered. It is nearly impossible to estimate the cost of your doctor visits when you're not even sure what services are about to be performed. Hi, I'm Ed Gaelic, a life and health insurance broker and founder of PSI Consultants, located in Glenrock, New Jersey. We have specialized in personal insurance and company-sponsored health benefits since 1985. Unfortunately, some visits may leave patients owing contracted cost-sharing amounts they didn't intend to have, while other charges wind up being denied and passed on to the patient altogether. Before you schedule your visits, we want to bring awareness to certain circumstances that may affect how you could be built. The most common scenario we see is when a wellness visit turns diagnostic. In this case, cost-sharing responsibility the patient has, such as co-pays, deductible, or co-insurance, may apply, where otherwise there is usually no cost. When a performed service is not considered a covered charge, the patient may be responsible for the entire balance. This also means the amount you are responsible for is not applied toward any cost-sharing totals and completely out of your pocket. Additional fees for off-hour visits will likely be the insured's responsibility. Pediatric cholesterol screenings could also bring about surprises. In conclusion, it is always best to ask your provider or insurance company questions if you are unsure of how something will be covered. To contact us and learn more, please visit our website at psi-consultants.com. Hi, my name is Richard Perro. I am a transformational life coach, speaker, and author. Are you a whiner? Whining by definition means to complain in a feeble way. We have become so complacent to whining that we don't even realize what a detrimental behavior it is. When we whine about our lives, we are demonstrating complacency to the way things are and are not seeking ways we can improve our conditions. Let's face it, we all fall victim to whining at times. It's a natural reaction to disappointment when things aren't going our way. But we have to see the behavior for what it is, and if it is a habit, it must be broken ASAP. A technique I'd like to suggest is when you feel yourself whining, take a moment to examine your behavior and see if it's a pattern. If it is a pattern, you have to see the pattern for what it is, realize that nothing is changing, and decide immediately that the only way your life is going to change is by changing your life. A proactive approach to improving your circumstances is empowering, and this will serve you in many ways. Another technique is a change of attitude. Most of us don't realize that attitude is everything. There are people who run around moping and whining and then wonder why nothing they desire comes to fruition. 
The law of expectancy is very clear. You reap what you sow. So change your vibrational frequency. We receive what we desire by aligning vibrationally with it. Be grateful for what is working in your life. Most of us are very blessed, yet we reflect more upon the wrong in our lives than what is going right. An attitude of gratitude will reduce whining because your attention will shift on what is good in your life and you will attract more of that. If you would like to learn more about Blissful Living, please contact me at richardperro.com. It's time for To Your Health. Joining me is Dr. Andrew Weil, a world-renowned leader and pioneer in the field of integrative medicine. He's the author or co-author of several best-selling books. Welcome, Dr. Weil. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Doctor, your work has literally saved countless lives. You're a pioneer in integrative medicine. In your opinion, what has happened in medicine from the days of our grandparents who used mustard packs and home remedies and the doctors who looked at the whole person to where we've been in recent years? Well, you know, I think we've uh, lost confidence in the body's own natural ability to heal itself. We've become increasingly reliant on expensive technology, and especially we've come to think that drugs are the only legitimate way of treating illness. And the rise in the use of drugs, both prescription drugs and over-the-counter, I find very alarming. And, you know, Doctor, so much of how we live our lives today is, is making us sick, and there's no question about that. And one of the biggest factors that many people don't pay attention to is, is what we put in our mouths. So it's so much different today than when I was a girl. I mean, I remember going out to eat was actually a treat and it wasn't yep. the norm. And, and now we've reversed it where a home-cooked meal is a treat. Why is the majority of meals being fast food takeout such a bad idea? You know, most people today are not eating real food. They're eating industrialized food-like substances, you know, highly manipulated, processed, refined food. And this is really what's causing us lots of problems. Uh, this kind of food gives us the wrong kinds of fats, the wrong kinds of carbohydrates, and not enough of the protective elements that are found in fruits, vegetables, herbs, and spices. You know, as you say, same for me. When I was growing up, our family always sat down to at least two meals a day that were cooked from scratch. And eating out was an occasional thing. We didn't eat much packaged food. Uh, that has changed drastically. And when I talk to people about why they don't make food themselves, the usual answer that I get is they don't have time or they don't know how. What would you say are some of the most beneficial herbs that we should be incorporating into our diet and why? Well, I, you know, I have developed an anti-inflammatory diet. I think this is the healthiest way to eat because containing inappropriate inflammation is your best overall strategy for good health and longevity. And two of the most powerful natural anti-inflammatory agents are ginger and turmeric. Uh, we're familiar with ginger. We're less so with turmeric, the yellow spice that's in yellow mustard and curry powder. I th I'm also a big fan of garlic. Cinnamon lowers blood sugar. Uh, red pepper, chili peppers stimulate circulation and metabolism. Actually, most herbs and spices contain unusual compounds that are protective of our health. You know, doctor, you'd love me because the minute I start to feel like something's coming on, I begin to eat raw garlic. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that is an old home remedy. Garlic is actually a very powerful, natural antibiotic. It kills uh, bacteria fungi, viruses, also lowers blood pressure somewhat, lowers cholesterol. It's a very good overall tonic and raw is best. So you want to add garlic near the end of cooking, use it raw on salad dressings. And here's another simple tip. The, the, uh, the chemical in, in garlic that's responsible for these beneficial effects is called allicin, and it forms on exposure to air. So you want to crush garlic 
put it through a garlic press and let it sit for 10 minutes for the allicin to form before you add it to food. If you wait that amount of time and then add it to food you're cooking, the allicin will be stable. Now, you just mentioned inflammation being a problem today, and you wrote a book called Healthy Aging. We've all been doing a tremendous amount of damage to our bodies, so is it too late for us to reverse the damage that we've done? No, it's never too late, and at any point in your life that you begin to make changes that support the body's healing functions, you reap those benefits. So if you stop doing the things that are producing damage, you start doing the things that are helpful, immediately you get benefit from that. Doctor, thank you so much for being here. As Dr. Mark Hyman said when he was a guest on the show, it really is time for us to start to visit the pharmacy, F-A-R-M, instead of the pharmacy, Uh P-H-A-R-M. So thank you so much for being here. You're very welcome. We'll be right back. Soul by Rain is produced from various seed flowers. Its primary ingredients hail from the black cumin seed and the black raspberry seed. These two combine with Chardonnay grapeseed Nutriflower to provide a powerful antioxidant barrier against the devastating effects of stress. Soul by Rain has been hailed as one of the most important anti-aging antioxidants ever discovered. Soul is an anti-inflammatory and it helps prevent and repair radical damages for a healthier heart. Get your soul by calling your Rain partner, Elmina Ziza, at 973-722-1154. joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now. Remember that the information provided are the opinions of our guests and should never replace the advice of a professional who knows your personal situation. If you'd like more information, visit our website, cyacyl.com. While on the site, listen to Pasha's On Demand, read our digital magazine, take part in the book club, check out our team, and be sure to follow the show on social media. Until next time, this is Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in.